like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. We've been looking at a lot of different fetish fluids uh, lately. And today we're going to talk about a fetish fluid that is definitely a fluid, but it's not one that is produced by the human body itself. Uh, I'm talking about lube. There are many different kinds of lube, but we want to focus on the three that we'd encourage most people to use. Those are silicone, water-based, and hybrid. These generally best meet the needs of most fetish play. There are other kinds of lube that are used for fisting, like J-Lube, and some of those are just a little more complex or really specific to a certain kink. So if you're into fisting, definitely look it up and look uh, for the different other types of uh, specialized lubes that people use for uh, that type of edge play. Um, Let's look at each of these silicone water-based and hybrid and some of the specific kinks that are associated with lube. Uh, First, there's silicone. It's a compound comprised of synthetic polymers. It doesn't absorb into the skin, so it often stays slippery longer than other types of lube. Also, it's hypoallergenic, meaning it's very unlikely to cause you or your partner an allergic reaction. Lastly, it's waterproof, so you don't, uh, so your thing is, so, you know, when you do your thing in the shower, bathtub, or near a swimming pool, literally, you can do it wherever. Uh, silicone is great for general anal and or vaginal play, like inserting penises, fingers, or glass or metal toys. Most silicone, uh, silicone lubes are safe for latex condoms, but you definitely want to check and make sure. It's not great for silicone toys as it can cause a negative chemical reaction. It's great for using around any kink that uses water because, as we said earlier, it's waterproof. And it can be messy, though, so I wouldn't suggest it for kinks where you typically use large quantities of lube unless you're uh, really preparing, putting down a drop cloth, uh, something waterproof underneath you. Next is water-based. and These lubricants are water-soluble, meaning that, yes, they contain water with a few other ingredient solutions. They absorb well into the skin and provide a generally natural wet feel. However, because they contain water, they tend to dry out relatively quickly, and they leave a little bit of a tacky feel behind. Because of absorption, Some people are sensitive to water-based lube and find that its use is irritating to the skin. Water-based is one of the most uh, widely uh, used and widely available lubes, so there is that. You'll find it at almost any corner store, drugstore. You'll just, you know, you'll find water-based lube quite easily, and it's definitely better than spit. 
Water-based lube is great for general vaginal intercourse and can be used for anal sex, but I wouldn't personally recommend it. it because of that when it dries out and that tacky feeling, you got to keep adding more and more, and it's just not the best for that scenario. It's great for most kinks that use silicone-based toys because it's safe for nearly all types of toys. But you definitely want to check your specific brand. Check any warning labels that come on your toy or come with your toy just to make sure. Uh, when you spend a lot of money on toys, you want to make sure that your the lube isn't going to break down or mess them up in any way. It's easy to clean, so it can be used in large quantities with less mess, like lube enema play, for instance. For Now, for urethral play, uh, it, you generally use a type of water-based lube, but you use one that is sterile, surgical lube to reduce the risk of urinary infections. You also want to make sure you sterilize everything that's involved with anything that you're inserting into the body. Uh, lastly, there's hybrid lube, which is a combination of water-based and silicone. It's actually kind of a little bit newer than the other two, but uh, it's growing in popularity. It's primarily water-based and contains a smaller amount of silicone. Uh, this is the type that I use most often because... Uh, they're versatile like water-based lubricants, but they're longer-lasting and they don't dry out as fast. Uh, they're generally silicone, silicone toys safe because the amount of silicone is really small. You might want to perform a spot check on your toys, though, just to be safe. Uh, hybrids are great for vaginal intercourse uh, and intercourse in general and useful for nearly every kink that involves lube except where you need your lube to be entirely waterproof. Uh, they're great for kinks like vaginal and anal fisting because they can be used in large quantities with less mess. Again, if you're into anal uh, fisting, there are specialty lubes and specialty things that people specific to that kink use, so you may want to check those out as well. A lot of those are not hybrids. They're more silicone, more oil-based, and like I said, they are special just for that kink. You wouldn't necessarily want to use them everywhere for all purposes. For anal sex, most still prefer silicone over a hybrid. Hybrid lube can be used in lube enemas, but water-based is generally more cost-effective because water-based lubes are generally cheaper. And you're, if you're using a larger quantity, you don't really want any silicone in there. You want to be able to clean it up really easily. There are a lot of great brands. I like one brand called the Wet Brand. Uh, they just have a lot of really great um, types of lube, uh, and they come in larger quantities, and they're, uh, they're high quality, and they're not super expensive. I'll try to put a link in the description to the Wet Brand of lubes. Um, a staple of most modern porn is the big globby cum shot. And we said these, this, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, this in our, in our episode on the fetish fluid of cum uh, and semen, but the giant payoff end. And many of the loads appear so massive that they seem unreal. And that's because they are. Uh, it's more reliable than counting on male talent. And so they, they're able to get the right amount, the right amount of cum, the right amount of placement, and it means the producer can shoot, you know, 
come shot stills before or after the actual scene. And similar tactics are used for cream pie and come play fetish films. So if your real life come play doesn't really match up with what you see on the screen, don't really be discouraged because some producers use the facial soap Cetaphil, but mostly they use a creamy white lube. And there's several different varieties, several different kinds. Uh, you can grab yourself something like the Uber Silk Cum Lube. I'll put a link to that as well. And next uh, next month, we're going to be partnering with the BDSM Education Group to bring a series called uh, uh, Exercises of Sex Magic. Uh, this is a, a very um, diversified, uh, spiritual, not really religious um just a very spiritual kind of uh, spiritual BDSM type series. And uh, as just kind of a little sneak preview to that series, I wanted to uh, talk about and give you some magical lube recipes. Uh, I want to give you a little sneak peek into, you know, this type of working using lube as a magical tool. Anyone who's a kitchen witch should have lots of fun with these recipes. For the rest of us, lube is also a fun tool to charge with our intentions, even if you don't mix it with anything. So if you're going to be using uh, magical lube or lube as um, uh, for uh, a magical working, you'll want to uh, use this lube with latex. Uh, or if you're using this lube with latex, a water-based lubricant... Uh, will be the base. And if you're going to use it with bare flesh or with non-latex gloves, you can use vegetable shortening. You warm it just enough to mix these essential oils through it. For each quart of base material, use the following amounts of essential oils. So if you're going to be using it with latex, you'll want to get a, a quart of water-based lubricant, uh, if you're going to be using it with just bare flesh, non-latex gloves, if you need to you know, be using it with toys uh, and things, you may want to use vegetable shortening, so a quart of that. It's up to you. Uh, the first recipe is love lube. For this lube, you use two drops of rose oil, and you try to find the real thing if possible. One drop of apple blossom oil, one drop of violet oil, and one job, a drop of ylang-ylang oil. That would make you a love lube. That's pretty interesting. Uh, the second one is a pleasure lube. You'd add one drop of lemon oil, one drop of orange oil, and one drop of bergamot oil to a quart of, what, of either water-based lubricant or vegetable shortening. Uh, for a sex magic lube, two drops of musk oil one drop of ambergris oil, and one drop of patchouli oil. Patchouli oil is one of my favorite scents, so I can see why um, it would be very useful in stimulating sex magic. Uh, psychic opening oil, if you want to add focus and awareness, uh, if you're using lube as part of a, a scene where you're doing uh, slave movements or slave positions and you want your, your slave to really be able to focus, maybe psychic opening lube would be appropriate for a scene like that. 
with a quart of either water-based or vegetable shortening, you add two drops of rosemary oil, one drop of cypress oil, and one drop of sandalwood oil. Uh, here's an interesting one. Ordeal by torture lube. If you want to use lube as a sadomasochistic torture device, <laughs> this sounds really painful. To a quart of either vegetable oil or water-based lubricant, add one drop of cinnamon oil, one drop of peppermint oil, and a sprinkle of a little or a lot, depending on how sadomasochistic you are and how much of a sadist and how much of a pain slut you're dealing with, sprinkle of cayenne powder. Uh, listen next month for that series, that ongoing series, uh, The Exercises of Sex Magic. Uh, I am Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy, all one word. You can find me also as an admin of a rather large Facebook page called Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape on Facebook at WCDTBDSM. You can find us as well on the web at www.bdsmunited.com. Lastly, if you're listening on your favorite platform, please subscribe to us so that you can, you're always notified of the latest podcast. They are generally almost every day, maybe sometimes a day or two. But also leave us a review. Tell people what you like. And let people hear and find out about us if you like us. Thank you for listening. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. And she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters, for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.